I'm so full of joy right now because you started a fire in me. Welcome to Pitch Lapped Pitches. My name's Kayleigh Hillier and this is the podcast Anything to Do with Pitch Perfect. We're going to go there. And since we're so close to Valentine's Day, guess what today's episode is going to be all about? It's Valentine's Day. I have been asking you guys for your favourite Valentine's Day fix. So we'll be delving into a load of them today. Also, I've been finding some great Valentine's Day pickup lines. Some of you are so creative. Although I, I might not read them all out, they are so good and I might put some on our Tumblr and Instagram pages so you can check them out and maybe use them for your own gain. I feel like my game has picked up since learning all these pickup lines that maybe I'll be able to channel them in the future. We'll see how it goes. But of course, before we delve into some Valentine's fic reading, why don't we check out what's happening with Actor News? Taking a look at our Actor News this week, Alexis Knapp has just had a short action film released. It's called Rosary and it's available to watch on YouTube There's currently a link on her Instagram account to the movie, but if you do want to check it out, just look for Rosary on YouTube and it usually pops up. It's only like six, seven minutes long, so it's not very long at all, but it's really interesting to see Alexis Knapp in like an action role. She's properly like beating people up and just blowing them away with guns. And so it's quite an action packed six, seven minutes. And uh, it looked like it was probably an awful lot of fun to film. It's a whole serious short film, but I can imagine it being so much fun to learn all the fight sequences and just kind of be a proper badass for the whole movie. So it's well worth like a little check out. Also like a really weird storyline. It's very intriguing. It just leads so much to uh, the imagination. So you just kind of like want to know more. So watch this space. Elsewhere in Act News, Hannah May Lee and Alexis Knapp are both going to be in the movie Phobias. The trailer was just recently released and Phobias will be coming out on the 19th of March. If you haven't heard that much about it, I had a look for the synopsis and the synopsis says that five dangerous patients suffering from extreme phobias at a government testing facility are put to the ultimate test under the supervision of a crazed doctor and his quest to weaponize fear. Yeah, if you're a fan of Pitch Perfect and you like happy movies, I wouldn't watch this one. It, uh, it looks very dark, but if you're into that sort of thing, you probably really enjoy it, so there you go. And finally, in our actor news, Anna Kendrick has been nominated for a Kids' Choice Award for her role in Trolls World Tour. She has been nominated for the favourite voice from an animated movie for Poppy. I mean, it's Poppy from Trolls and it's Anna Kendrick. Come on, guys. You can vote online as many times as you want, but you do have to go through the whole voting thing. There's like a whole load of categories you have to vote for, but every vote counts. And the Kids' Choice Awards will be happening on the 13th of March. So we still have a little bit of time to get your votes in for Anna And fingers crossed that she takes home a Kids' Choice Award. I mean, I was looking at the category and you've got some big actors in there. 
but when I look at the roster and I'm like, but it's trolls. Come on. Come on, Princess Poppy. That's it for our actor news this week. Let me give you another pickup line. Are you up for some cardio? Let's horizontal run together. Love it. It's so good. Were you created by David Gutter? Because you're my lady jam. I mean, they're so good. I could just keep reading these out. Some of them are a bit more risky, so maybe I won't read those ones out. So earlier on this week, I asked you guys on social media, what Valentine's Day fix were your favourites? And I've had a little look around for my own. And so taking your suggestions and kind of weeding through the Valentine's Day fix, I did a heck of a lot of reading this week. So much. But, you know, I love it. So I'm all here for it. I have whittled it down because there are quite a lot of Valentine's fix. A lot of them are one shots. There's like a variety on AO3 and then like a whole different variety on fanfiction.net. So we've kind of whittled it down to a, a selection of fix that I kind of enjoyed. There's so much more that you can check out. Just like type Valentine's or Valentine's Day into AO3 and like they'll all come up. It's great. So you have a whole load of Valentine's Day reading. So today I'm just going to like look over some of the highlights that I've had and you've had for Valentine's Day reading. The first one we're going to go to is Conversation Hearts. They certainly do start conversations by total Bella trash. Now, I tried to look for fix under a number of different ships. However, most of them are Chloe, and I only found, like, inklings of other ships in some of the fix. But there were a number of Mitchson Valentine's Day stories. There's, like, a whole little selection of them. So I picked one of those out, and the summary says, Alone on Valentine's Day, Becca calls Aubrey and invites her to go and make conversation hearts. Hilarity ensues and they have a little too much fun. So it's pre-established Chloe and Stacy with eventual Mitson, and this is available on AO3. And it's quite a fun little story because Chloe and Stacy are obviously a couple and they kind of go away and do their own thing. And Becca finds herself alone on Valentine's Day and she doesn't really know what to do with herself. So she ends up messaging Aubrey. And what I love is that you have the kind of banter that only Becca and Aubrey really seem to be able to do, which is like a little bit digging into each other, the sort of sly comments, but it's all in like good jest. It's almost to the point of endearing. So it works pretty well. And while they might not seem like they're the closest people, it's that kind of jesting that really works well for them. They're such good friends that they can jest and they can kind of dig at each other and it's all okay. What I really enjoyed about this story was how at the beginning, I think because Becca and Aubrey, they're, they're good friends, but I think it's through other people. So it's through hanging out with Chloe or with Stacey or other Bellas that they're not used to hanging out with just the two of them. So it's a really interesting dynamic when Beck kind of ends up texting Aubrey and Aubrey's a bit like, why are you texting me? Like, this is really weird. 
And I love how Becca just kind of sometimes gets herself in situations. And the problem with somebody like Aubrey, she doesn't beat around the bush. Like she's going to call Becca out straight away if she's trying to be a bit sly or she doesn't want to seem soft, but her actions are being quite soft. So they're quite a fun couple to read and, and pick stuff up on. It's quite fun as well seeing Becca and Aubrey interact, especially when they suddenly kind of realise, you know, it's just going to be the two of them. And you get Becca's reaction to Aubrey on a chilled day and what she might look like put out with the fact that maybe she's not all done up as she would normally be because it's a Saturday or something like that. And then, obviously, as it says in the story, they make these conversation hearts. Now, I don't really know what a conversation heart is, it sounds really cute, whatever it is. The only thing I can think of is that it looks a little bit like a love heart, like the sweets, because we get those in the UK. And so I'm assuming that there's something like that. And with their personalities and their relationship, they start making these conversation hearts. And as you can imagine, with Becca and Aubrey, there's like a whole thing behind this. You know, they start off with the classic nicknames that they would call each other. So they're just using the hearts to kind of dig at each other and just keep the jokes running. And I think I really enjoyed the fact that they were just so both aware of that, that they could do things like that. Aubrey calling Becca a hobbit. Becca calling Aubrey an acker bitch or something like that. Like, it's all fine, though, because they eat the conversation hearts as they're doing them. And it just kind of escalates until one of them decides to just completely confuse the other by doing something really endearing and then the tone of the fic just completely changes. So it's like all really lighthearted and just fun and then suddenly it's like, oh wow, like this is really meaningful. I really enjoyed how it just went from being kind of all this banter to that banter turning into affection and, and becoming the fic that it was at the end of the story. So all fluffy and fun. To be fair, this is Valentine's Day fix. Most of them, I would say like the majority of the fix are just going to be purely fluff because that's what people like. And almost all the fix that I read were fluffy fix. It's Valentine's Day. You guys just want the Valentine's Day feels. That's what it is. It's like watching rom-coms or something like that. The next fix was suggested by Justice14 and it is called Our First One by Bubble Z For You. It's available on AO3 and the summary says, it's been nine months since they returned from the USO tour. It's been nine months and 25 days since they officially started dating after Becca confronted Chloe about Chicago. It's also been nine months and 15 days since Becca moved to Los Angeles. Since they can't spend Valentine's Day together, Becca does everything she can to make this one special for Chloe. Out of all of the fluffy fics, this one does have a little bit of a sad undertone throughout the story. It's being based after Pitch Perfect 3 and I love how they kind of rewrote it to end with Chloe and this is now Chloe months down the line and it's Valentine's Day. And how they kind of were to end that they have this kind of relationship in a certain amount of long distance that they have to deal with, especially with Becca's career. So out of all the fix, this one really fits in well with the movies. 
But there is this sad undertone with the story because you're reading the story from Chloe's perspective and the fact that it's their first like official Valentine's Day together and they can't be together. Chloe being somebody who really loves relationships and just being in love and I think physical, physical touch and spending time together is quite important. It's really sad for Chloe. So she kind of dreads the day as well when it comes because she knows there's no way that she can spend time with Becca. And while that's all going on, you kind of end up swooning over Becca just for the fact that Becca does everything in her power to make this day special for Chloe. Even though she can't be there, she tries to do everything she can to still make this day special. Whether it's certain deliveries, certain things that Chloe receives. I just love how well Becca knows Chloe. Often you will read stories where Chloe knows Becca so well, but having it where Becca just knows what Chloe needs, even to the point where like Fat Amy does something for Chloe because Becca's asked her to at a certain time of day and she ends up with these envelopes for certain occasions in case Chloe needs it throughout the day and all these little things which were just like, this is so nice. This is so good. Like, I wish I had this. This is amazing. I also really enjoyed the fact that because it followed on from Pitch Perfect 3, you could imagine potentially this is what it could have been like if Becca was kind of doing this musician lifestyle and they're trying to work out a relationship together and how that would all go down. Even though she's very busy and they're both trying to kind of work out their lives that they still take time out of their day to show them how important they are to each other. And it was just like, oh, that's so nice. And now a lot of Valentine's fics often cover the same type of theme. So I tried to pick a few that covered one of those themes. And so one of the big themes that I noticed happened a lot was like the secret admirer. That one of them likes the other one but doesn't really want to say it so they say it secretly and see what the reaction is and so one of the things that I received a lot of suggestions for fell under this category of having the secret admirer it's called We Could Be More by TMYLM and this was suggested to me by a number of people we had Joe and also Liana and Emily all said that they really enjoyed this fic the summary says Chloe cannot figure out who her mystery Valentine's card is from and Becca is tired of hearing it. So this fic is available on AO3 and it's set in and around Pitch Perfect 2. I kind of liked how clever it was in taking aspects from the Pitch Perfect 2 storyline but then also twisting some of them to fit this Valentine's Day story. And it fitted so well that like I could totally see this happening. And because you had like the images of Pitch Perfect 2, you just kind of like could see it. It was so clever. It's also just like kind of low-key hilarious in some ways, just for the fact that poor Becca, how she ends up getting herself in some of these situations, I'll never know. I sometimes feel sorry for her. She just ends up doing it to herself. What I thought was quite clever is how it works in with the storyline of Pitch Perfect and there's this big question as to whether or not they have feelings for each other or especially from Becca's point of view, she's not sure. She's broken up with Jessie, they're no longer together and she 
has a number of moments where she looks back over her relationship with Chloe before Jesse came into the picture and after they broke up and how different Chloe is with her when she's not in a relationship to when she is in a relationship. And maybe she missed something there that maybe Chloe felt a certain way or was trying to show Becca what she was like, but also the fact that Chloe respected Becca's relationship with Jesse, which I thought was a really interesting touch because you often don't always get that. And you kind of find Becca in a bit of a headspin. And I always find it interesting with Fix seeing how a character like Becca comes to recognise where she feels something for someone and has feelings for someone else. I really enjoyed reading through this fic and the puzzle pieces slotting together. And it takes a little while for that to happen. And, and this all kind of comes with this Valentine's Day card. Now, there's like a whole build-up to this card where Becca's putting the puzzle pieces together... And Fat Amy does seem to have a big play in this story with how everything turns out. And although she probably shouldn't have done it, it was kind of necessary because Becca gets so in her head. Things probably wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Fat Amy. So I'm kind of glad that it did. Going from a point where Chloe was like sad because she didn't think she was going to get any Valentines this year to Becca kind of trying to go out of her way to make Chloe feel loved. Becca's wanting to be all sweet and do something nice to the point where it just flips. And then, like, Becca's had enough. Like, (laughs) if she hears one more thing about this Valentine's Day card, she's going to flip. And it's really interesting reading about where Becca's at in her mind because there's often this tug of war about what she kind of hopes to happen or trying to stay in her comfort zone and hoping things don't happen. And like you get this war between wanting things to happen and not wanting things to happen, depending on like how she's feeling in the moment. Becca is like a classic overthinker. So when she's left to her own devices, she will just think upon it too much. I do the same thing. But then you also get moments. And in this fic, they go to the retreat. And that's a big scene And moments when Becca doesn't have time to think about it. Like, things end up that she has to react in the moment. And although she wishes she had more time, she can't. And she just has to kind of go with it as best as she can. And so there are points where you feel really sorry for Becca. But then it's okay. You find out who the Valentine's Day card is from and it's all good. And it does leave you in just like a good fluffy place at the end. It's so good. I love it. So delving into some of our fluffy fics, there are a number of fics that focused on dating, like the Valentine's Day date. It's a big thing, whether they're an established couple or whether they're just friends and they spend time together on Valentine's Day. And there's quite a few of those that I could pick out. One of the ones that was suggested was from Esther, who loved the fic Come Here by Beetlejuice23. It's available on AO3. And the summary says, Valentine's Day two shot with the Chloe fluff. In this story, Becca and Chloe are two best friends. So they're not together, but they both really want to be together. And it's like so frustrating because you get to see both sides of how Becca feels and how Chloe feels. They're both pining for each other and it's coming up to Valentine's Day and they just can't do it. Fat Amy and Aubrey as the best friends... 
both play quite key roles in bringing these two together and just giving them some good advice, like just nudging them in the right direction. And I love that. And you get this really cute date. In this story, it's Becca putting herself out there a little bit to invite Chloe on a date, like a friend date, to a carnival. So you get like the whole classic carnival feels. There's a Ferris wheel, there's like rides and things where you can win prizes and all this stuff. Although it's a friend date, because it's on Valentine's Day, you get to see them kind of playing around with the idea that maybe this could be more than just friends. It then ends up with them back at Chloe and Aubrey's apartment and they get so close. They get so close. Like, all through the day, you're just like, when's it going to happen? Like, when are they going to admit their feelings and just finally get together? This is why we read. This is what we want to read. This is it. Can I just say that a drunk Aubrey Posen, worst timing ever. Such bad timing, but, you know, it led to a whole other part of the fic. But it's full of so many fluffy but Chloe moments and it's really sweet that the author decided to kind of extend it to another chapter. So you get this whole day, which is the after Valentine's Day day, which leads to this whole separate cute moment between Becca and Chloe that you just needed. It was so good. So that was a fic with Becca taking Chloe out on a friend date and I found another fic, which was the opposite. It was Chloe taking Becca on a date. And this fic is called You Can Be the Butterflies I Feel in My Belly by Leah B. Camaro on fanfiction.net. The summary says, Becca never understood the whole Valentine's Day thing. It was completely pointless and a waste of time, money and energy. So with that in mind, you've got, two best friends, Becca and Chloe. And this story is literally full of just cute date moments. Chloe literally comes to Becca Valentine's Day and is like, we're going out and we're going to spend the day together. I love Chloe's zealousness. And when she's just like, I know you weren't going to have anything planned, so therefore I have done it for you. And the whole thing is just ways in which Chloe can spend time with Becca and just kind of... I, I want to say woo her into this whole thing. Chloe's bringing in these moments, whether it's going out to a movie, going to a cafe, coming back to Chloe's apartment and like having a whole little date thing there. Becca is so clueless. Like she is so clueless throughout the whole thing. But she goes along with it anyway. It's so good. It's so fluffy. Like, if you just want some good fluff, this one will just fill you up. And the whole point of this whole story is the fact that Chloe's leading up to this moment where she wants to kind of reveal her feelings. And so this whole build-up is for, like, a purpose. And I love how Chloe... She has this whole statement at the end which just fills you with so much joy. And it's, like, about... Although you don't like Valentine's Day... I want to, like, show you how it could be every year. Like, it's so good. You just have to read it. Just have to read it. Okay, we're going to move on. Let me give you another pickup line whilst we're going. 
Your love hit me like a burrito to the heart. Is that, they're so good. They're so good. Okay, another story. Now, I did try and find some stories with other ships in it. They are few and far between. We had the Mitchin stories, and there are quite a few Mitchin ones that you can check out. I was surprised that there are not many Storbury stories. I was shocked. I thought there would be more. So if, if you haven't done one, maybe that's a gap you can fill. Some more Storbury Valentine stories. One which had an inkling of Storbury, but it's mostly the Chloe story, is And I Love Her by Holtzex Machina. I hope I said that right. It's available on AO3. The summary says... Chloe loves grand gestures. Becca doesn't. Now, this is all focused around the Chloe. And it starts off with Becca and Chloe in the kitchen of the Bella's house. And there's like a whole load of like flowers and things in the kitchen. And you get to see Becca and Chloe's two different reactions to this grand gesture. And it's not for them, but they're in the kitchen at the time and they see it and so they have this little debate about like would you want something like that would you not like is this good or is it not so you have like Chloe's perspective and also Becca's perspective to Valentine's Day and then they go and hide and it turns out this is a whole romantic moment for Strawberry and so you get this really cute little moment with Aubrey and Stacy and them having this grand gesture being like all coupley and lovely and it's really short but that's like one of the few strawberry moments I found throughout the Valentine's Day fix but it kind of leaves an impression especially on Becca because I think also seeing how the gesture was received with strawberry's perspective kind of left her thinking you know there's someone in my life that I would want to show the same to I'd want to do this for somebody else and so although she kind of had made this stance about how she feels about Valentine's Day, she then makes a plan of what she's going to do to show this certain person how she feels. And then we get like a whole Becca moment when she puts in a lot of effort to uh, do this big Valentine's Day gesture. And I kind of love reading writers thoughts behind what would be a lovely valentine's day moment what would be the great grand gesture or what types of dates would they go on for valentine's day how do they make it romantic and this one is really sweet now a lot of the stories are kind of focused in and around becca and chloe getting together in some way there are a few established relationship ones, but majority of them are couples getting together. This one was suggested to me by Vicky, and it's called Special Discount by Your Nightingale on AO3. This is a fun getting together story. I'll read you the summary because it's such an intriguing idea that I just had to read it. It says... Becca and Chloe, as friends, need to pass a couple's game in order to get a whole course meal for such a steal. It's available on AO3. And this is literally kind of what it says on the tin. It's Becca and Chloe, they're friends. And you know what? It's Valentine's Day. They want to go out for food. 
They want to like take advantage of the Valentine's Day offers, even though they're not a couple and they're not with someone. So Chloe sees this offer at a restaurant where they can get a special discount if they're a couple. So she kind of manages to coax Becca along to come with her so they can get like a good meal for a really cheap price. This is literally how it goes. And I love how this is Chloe's idea. And Becca just seems a little bit clueless as to what she's letting herself in for. She's not entirely sure. So you can imagine all the pieces start to click. And she's like, Chloe, why are we doing this? Like, this is going to end terribly. And as the story plays out, they've got to play this game in the restaurant in order to get the offer. And... I love how it starts off with Chloe having this great grand plan and it's all Chloe's thing and she's well into it to suddenly being really nervous because the game she thought that they would have to play is maybe a little bit harder or a little bit trickier than what she thought it was going to be. And then it shifts because then it's like the ball is in Becca's court. And there's points where you can just see the cogs working in Becca's brain of how this all plays out. It has such a cute surprise ending to the story that it works so well. It's just a short story, but it just like, I wasn't expecting what was gonna happen. What a great way for Becca to do this. That one was like a really good, cute surprise at the end. Let's give you another pickup line. I love them. Okay, let me, let me have a look. I'm going to read this one. We'll see it. We'll see what you think. Is this my ticket? Because I will go the long way round for you. Oh, isn't that sweet? It's so nice. Okay. Let's look at some other fics, right? I tried to find like a an angsty fic, okay? Because I know a load of you are good angst fans and we needed to find some angsty fics. It was hard. I will tell you it was hard to find an angsty Valentine's Day story. Not that I'm suggesting you should write one, but, you know, for those who like angst. This was the story that I picked out that for me had like the some of the biggest amounts of angst. It's called Perfect For Me by Jlex1 on fanfiction.net. And the summary says, it was meant to be a dinner of appreciation for her best friend. But what Becca failed to realise was when you ask someone to be your valentine, the message can be misinterpreted. So this story has the Bellas all coming together for Emily at a launch party and it involves a number of flashbacks to a mistake that Becca made a few months prior. And the mistake was that she invites Chloe to have dinner with her on Valentine's Day because she's alone and she's been touring and she's like, hey, I'm going to be in the city. I would love to see you. Let's have dinner. It's Valentine's Day. Will you be my Valentine? And Becca, being her oblivious self, is like, this will be fine. We're best friends. It's all good. You then get to read the whole date of what transpires. And... This story is quite frustrating to read in points because knowing what it says in the summary and as you're reading through this date, you can tell that Chloe genuinely sees this as a date. Like Becca has asked her on a date on Valentine's Day. She's taken this and she's running with it. 
You know that's what Chloe's thinking, and yet you're also seeing Becca genuinely reacting and acting her sweet self because she cares a lot about Chloe and Chloe means so much to her, but knowing that Becca's not thinking the same thing. And I don't think Becca realises that her actions, because she feels so comfortable with Chloe, are not actions that she would do with anybody else. And you're just like, Becca, please recognise how you feel. Otherwise, this is going to end up terribly. It gets to the point in the date where, obviously, the truths are going to come out. You see Becca and Chloe crossing a line that's definitely not friendship. And Becca goes with it. I think because she hasn't realised her feelings properly, that she's not registering how she feels and then she starts saying things like oh I just thought we're friends and you're just like Becca shut up no and you can just hear Chloe's heart breaking it's so sad and so when the reunion happens you've kind of got Becca trying to figure out how she really feels because she potentially hasn't allowed herself to process this and how she's feeling about everything knowing that she's going to see Chloe again is she ready for that and is she ready to admit what she's feeling and and this is kind of how the fic plays out and you're just like hoping beyond hope that it will all click and Becca will stop being an idiot and do something about it otherwise she's gonna lose Chloe forever and you're just like oh man it's tense it's a tense story but it is really good it is a really good read and I thought we would end our roundup today with another great moment of two friends getting together and a grand gesture. And the fic is Just the Way You Dream by Hurricane on fanfiction.net. The summary says, Sure, the brunette always thought Chloe was beautiful. Who wouldn't? The girl basically looked like a model. But now, with her face completely relaxed and free of makeup, hair lightly tussled as it sprayed across her pillow, and body clad in an oversized t-shirt, Becca thought Chloe looked absolutely breathtaking. Even just the summary of that, and the way that Becca's like seeing Chloe is just so sweet. Oh my word. So this has Becca and Chloe and they're spending time together and it's going into Valentine's Day. And I really love how the author just took like a typical Becca and Chloe moment. It's kind of very similar to moments where you read them at the Bella's house and you have moments where you imagine them studying together or Becca working on mixes and Chloe working on something else. So because of that, reading this story kind of really slotted well into that kind of arena and those moments that you've read quite a lot of times in fix, but then amping it up a bit. And I kind of like the fact that they're, they are really good friends, but you also get that little bit of Becca awkwardness and Chloe, who's completely comfortable with herself and comfortable with personal space, just kind of playing with that. And so you get these really cute moments where they're kind of relaxing on the bed or something and facade that they put out when they're, you know, awake and aware of everything and Becca just 
blushing at any physical contact and Chloe being as tactile as she normally is. It's really interesting because then they they end up having like a sleepover in Chloe's bed and you get two different perspectives and you get Becca's perspective of seeing Chloe asleep. Just the fact that like Becca sees Chloe just as beautiful when she's asleep and her makeup's off and not really worrying about how she looks and you also get the perspective of Chloe waking up and seeing Becca completely relaxed and she doesn't have her walls up but she's not guarded having those two perspectives is just so sweet and so you get to have this really cute friend moment together and the undercurrent of this whole thing is the fact that Becca's been crafting this mix and that is something that kind of holds this whole story together. And then when they wake up and they're kind of going through the morning, obviously it's Valentine's Day. And it's kind of almost unexpected because they've had all these like cute friendship moments throughout the fic so far that Chloe gets a text from a Valentine. And then it leads to the end of the fic where there's this lovely sweet gesture that involves a mix that you've been reading about through the whole story is so good. As unexpected as it probably was for Chloe, reading through the story and getting to the point where the story comes to its conclusion. And it was just like a lovely, sweet ending to everything. And so if you want just the big, fluffy feels, because it's Valentine's Day, you have got so many fics that you can read. These are just a few that I've selected out and that people have suggested to me. I think everybody who got online, whether it was on Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook or Twitter to suggest the fics that you enjoy for Valentine's Day. And I am sure that as we come up to February the 14th, that there's going to be some new stories coming out this year that I am so excited to read just as we're coming to the end, I feel like I should read to you some more pickup lines for your Valentine's Day use. How about this one? Are you busy? Because I would sure like some sweet company. Yes! So good. Okay, let's, let's find another one. Wait, you don't have plans for Friday night? This is a travesty. I, I'm trying to look through some of the riskier ones to think of ones I would be comfortable to read on the podcast. Want to hold my hand? Or do you like to keep things strictly oral? <laughs> that was so bad. It's so bad. Okay, I'm going to stop there. You get the general idea. Okay. <laughs> Have a lovely Valentine's Day if you're celebrating whatever you're doing. And if you've got nothing to do, read some fix. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you want to keep up to date with us, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. And of course, you can donate to the podcast at Ko-Fi as well at Pitch Slapped as we're going to keep this thing running. I'll see you next time, pitches.